I'm Brimo Morales, and I'm on a journey to making six figures online. Join me as I celebrate my wins, discuss my losses, and bring out some friends along the way. This is Brimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. What's happening, everybody? Brimo here with another episode of Brimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. And today I am talking about the book, Keep Going by Austin Kleon. If you have not read any of his books, I highly, highly recommend them. He has three books. I've got all three of them with me right here because I absolutely love this guy's books and the messages that he puts out there. But his first book is Steal Like an Artist. His second book is Show Your Work. And his third book is Keep Going, which is what I'm going to be talking about today. I just finished it up last night, and I'm the type of person that likes to read a bunch of books at once and kind of just hop back and forth instead of just reading one book all the way through all the time. Sometimes, you know, you feel a book and then it just doesn't doesn't work for a little bit, like you're just not feeling it anymore. So it's okay to take a break and to pick up another book in the meantime, as long as you're reading and learning and growing it doesn't really matter exactly how you do it um, there's another method um, that my mentors talked about called ultra reading where you actually read a bunch of little snippets of a bunch of books at once but i'm not going to get into that right now i've done lessons on that before in my online marketing genius group uh, more info on that you can email me or message me on facebook but today i'm talking about keep going by austin cleon cleon not cleon i apologize <laughs> um I really appreciate his method of writing, first of all, and getting the ideas that are in his head out there. He's very much into the idea of write the book that you want to read and paint the picture that you want to see and, and make the movie that you want to watch type of thing to where you're actually creating things that you would actually enjoy yourself. And in doing that, find other people that will enjoy your work as well. And in this book, it basically talks about how you can keep going once you, you know, have felt like maybe you're stuck, maybe you've got writer's block, maybe you're just like, how can I keep my art in a habit and keep going? And there are so many amazing tips inside of this book. As you can see the chapters there on the back, there are 10 chapters. And I'll just go over a few um, really quickly and some of the ideas in here, but I also wanted to show you guys, like, he has pictures in his book. He's an artist, so he's very creative, and I really appreciate that. Like, he's got little comics and things inside of his book. So if you're into that, instead of just reading, like, um, a full-length book, but you like visual stuff like I do, then this is definitely a book for you. Um, one of the pages I just opened to said, just say no. And I really love that aspect and I've heard someone else, I think it was Abraham Hicks talk about it as well. It's like something is either hell yes or no. So if someone asks you if you want to be a part of something or if you want to do something and if you're like hell yes, then it's a yes. But if, you, if you're like iffy or on the fence about it, then it's a no. And it's just like this idea of not feeling like you have to do things to be nice. Like obviously, yes, help people when you can do things that are going to bring joy to other people's lives and to help in the world but if there is something that you've been asked to do like speak at an event 
or be on a podcast or something like that and it's just not feeling right then be okay with saying no or or when you're feeling like you've got to do all these things um, and you're not having enough time for yourself allow yourself to say no you've got to protect your energy and protect what it is that you want to do so that you're not constantly doing things for other people but rather you have that safe space and that time for yourself to be able to create and to refresh and regenerate and things like that so it's okay to say no we've come up in the society where it's like rude to say no but in doing that you're actually protecting yourself and you're allowing yourself to to be fully engaged in whatever it is that you're doing when you do say yes and you're allowing yourself to do things that you actually enjoy instead of feeling like you have to do something just because somebody asked if you would be there at this event or something like that so be okay with saying no and by doing that you're allowing other people to say no too like showing them like hey you know i can actually say no to something i don't want to do and it's completely okay but that was a one point that i really loved about this book um the very first chapter is called every day is groundhog day and this basically talked about how to start incorporating your art into a habit a daily habit that you go to every single day whether you have just you know an hour of your time or 30 minutes of your time of going to what he called a bliss station it was something that you build it's like this area where you can create your art where you can read where you can do your thing for however long you want to do it but that you stay consistent and you actually keep showing up every single day that's how you start a habit is by showing up every single day and continuing to, to do that whatever it is so in his case it's like drawing and making things and and creating poems and art um with all sorts of different aspects he has this like desk to where he has um, his computer and printer and things like that but then he also has another desk where he's just got a bunch of like markers and crayons and things like that to where he can use to be artistic and to be creative and that's his bliss station and i really liked the idea of a bliss station um, my wife and i are in the process of purchasing our first home so if all goes well and we close sometime this month then i plan on creating a bliss station within my like work area having like one part of my desk being for the computer and my podcasting and videos and things like that and then having another part of my desk to where i can just create and color and just have fun um, a lot of you guys may know that i've uh, been trying to teach myself how to draw lately i've been doing it off and on for a couple of years now i haven't been super consistent with it but when i do when i do draw and things like that i actually enjoy it and i feel like i'm becoming more of an artist so when i have my little bliss station i plan on you know utilizing that space just for like creating and having fun with that and i think it just helps creativity in general when you show up because just like any other muscle creativity can be built by showing up every day and working on that just like we're going to go to the gym and work out your muscles creativity is a muscle that you can work on so um every day is groundhog day you show up and you create something and you have your little bliss station as a place that you can go and escape and do that too and protect your bliss station protect your space you know don't allow if you have kids to just come in and wreck it but allow it to be yours in your sacred space um also make gifts for people i think that's a really cool idea when you're an artist and when you're creating things it's just just make gifts for people um within the first year of marriage i believe i wrote my wife this like poem that she really liked and she really appreciated it and i appreciated how she felt about it and so i got to enjoy the feeling of giving 
and creating something for somebody else. So making gifts for people is a great way to not get super worn out or feel like it's a job. Because yes, you can sell your art. There's nothing wrong with selling your art. By all means, do it. But when it becomes a job or something that you have to do in order to make money, it doesn't feel as fun as it did when you were just doing it for fun on the side. And that's the point that he drives home in this book as well, is to just allow yourself to do things because you love it and making other people really happy. Now, how great would it feel if someone that you knew that was really great at making furniture made you, you know, like a desk or a nightstand or something? Like, how amazing would you feel if your friend was just like, oh, I made this for you, it's a gift. You're just like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Um, so make gifts for people. I'm not saying you have to put your best work to someone for free and never get anything in exchange for it, but just allow yourself to make gifts every now and again and it feels really good. Um, let's see. So, uh, when in doubt, tidy up. I liked that chapter too because it talked about productive procrastination. And one of my last podcast episodes kind of delved into this, but I'll talk about it a little bit more again. Um, he talked about when he was feeling like he had like writer's block or feeling stuck, what he would do is he would end up tidying up his like work area. And not only did it allow it to do things with his hands to where he could come up with ideas and allow his himself to like meditate in a certain way, but he would also find old projects and things that he had set aside and completely forgot about. So it was like breathing new life into old projects and allowing himself to go back reevaluate them like an explorer and see if he could do something with them now. So tidying up is a great way to to find things that you can use in your art or in your creative process and bring it back to what you thought was garbage before but now like oh hey this was actually pretty good I just needed some time away from it to realize how good this actually was. So I really liked that and he talks about you know like exercising to get the demons out basically taking walks every single day to clear your mind and to kind of restart and refresh and um, get on that get on the train of productivity by allowing yourself to your body to move and to work and um, the blood to flow and things like that there's so many books um, and mentors and people that talk about the importance of exercise and what it can do for you as a productive person and it, it's true you know exercise is a great habit to incorporate because it keeps the body healthy it keeps the mind healthy and it makes you feel really good so when you put yourself in a situation to where you're exercising um, regularly it's going to help you be more creative it's going to help you be more productive and it's just a good habit to form as you're building these habits habits can be hard to build because you're you have to show up constantly every day and keep doing it so if you can incorporate exercise into your habits, then you are winning. It is a very hard habit for a lot of people to form. So if you can do it, do it. Um, and then the last chapter is called Plant Your Garden. And he talks about a nun, a former nun, that uh, moved from wherever she was a nun to the completely different part of the country to where the seasons kind of came to where she could watch the seasons, all four seasons where you could see you know, distinct changes. And she talked about watching this tree and the tree would, you know, go with the seasons. So when it was like snowy and cold and things like that, the leaves had fallen off and it would freeze over. But then come spring and summer, it would bloom again and there would be flowers and there would be leaves and it would be full again. And she basically, let me see if I can find the actual quote because I think it's um, a really good quote.
Let's see. Our lives too have different seasons. Some of us blossom at a young age, others don't blossom until old age. Our culture mostly celebrates early successes, the people who bloom fast, but those people often wither as quickly as they bloom. It's for this reason that I ignore every 35 under 35 list published. I'm not interested in annuals, I'm interested in perennials. I only want to read the eight over 80 lists. So basically saying, you know, these people, um, people bloom at different times and it's okay if you're a late bloomer. But here's the other quote that I was looking for. The tree was a great teacher of the last two decades of her life. She learned from that tree. The beauty it produced in spring was only because of what it went through during the winter. And sometimes the harshest winters yielded the most glorious springs. And um, that was really what I was trying to get at is that our life is in seasons. And sometimes we have to go through some really hard seasons before we can celebrate the good times and feel really good about ourselves. And that's okay. It's okay to allow your life to be in seasons. You don't have to count the days and the hours and the minutes and the seconds and have that be the time that you focus and reflect on how your life is. But you can focus on years. You can focus on, you know, quite a few months or like a quarter of a year and feel like, okay, like this is a new season of my life and I can feel it. Let me reflect on what just happened these past few months. And I really appreciated that because if you count days, seconds, and hours, it really gets draining and it feels like not much has changed and it might stress you out. But if you look at your life over longer periods of years, even months and things like that, you see how much you've changed in such a short amount of time. I'm not the same person that I was two years ago. I didn't know about online marketing. I didn't know about making money online. I didn't, I didn't think that I needed to grow and change and actually put forth effort in order to do that. I was allowing life to throw crazy situations at me and growing on my own time. But now I'm actively looking for somewhat situations to where I can grow and, and change and become a better person and also learning and reading and a lot more reading have I done in the past you know, two years than I've probably done my entire life, except for maybe that short amount of time when I was a little kid and I loved to read, but now like, I've definitely blossomed into somebody that enjoys reading and is putting forth more effort to get more reading done throughout the day and finding things that I'm truly interested in and truly want to learn. Because no matter how old you are, you can always learn something new every single day if you allow yourself to. So what are you learning? How are you growing? And what season of life are you in? It's okay to look back and reflect on these parts of your life. But I really, really, really enjoyed this group. So I would say that if you have never read any of Austin Kleon's books, I highly, highly recommend them, whether you consider yourself an artist or not, or whether you consider yourself someone that's a creative. I think that you can learn a lot and see a different perspective on work and life balance and just things in general. They're really great books. I highly recommend Austin Kleon. I think he's a great dude and I really like his art and his creativity. That's all I got for you guys today, guys. I hope you have an awesome day. If you are interested in me doing content for you for an entire month, up to four months, then reach out to me. I've got some packages going on right now that I can help you utilize to create some kick-ass content. And yeah, thanks for joining me on another episode of Brimo Live at Journey to Six Figures. I'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved it, please leave a review. 
rate it on iTunes or wherever you found this podcast. Share it with a friend who would enjoy it. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Grimo Live, Journey to Six Figures. I'll see you on the next one.